Welcome to a Day in the Lab podcast. We have our guest today, Celine and Crystal with She Is Steam. Finally got that right. Um, so <laughs> we're going to just kick off this interview with who you guys are and what do you do? Yeah, sure. Um, this is Crystal. I can go ahead and start that off. Um, so She Is Steam is a it's a leg of a major network um, that I started called sheismedia.org, which includes She Is Youth, She Is HBCU, um, She Is Content, and She Is Steam. Um, it basically, you know, kind of consists of like the various platforms that seek to empower young girls and young women of color, you know, to build community and fill the void of um, effective networking and acknowledging and celebrating um, the things that Black girls and Black women do. So that's pretty much how I uh, started that. Okay, um, and what is you all's background? Celine, you want to jump in that one? Yes, so um, I have a um, undergrad and graduate degree in biomedical engineering. Um, my graduate specialization is in rehabilitation engineering, which basically um, consists of modifying um, or developing um, technologies for people with disabilities. Um, I uh, worked at um, Easter Seals um, for my first job um, where I did um, a lot of uh, equipment building and things like that for um, adults and kids with disabilities, um, wheelchair assessments, um, going to see people's homes and um, making sure that it's accessible, drawing up floor plans for that, doing different communication devices for people with speech impediments. Um, after that, I uh, left and went to the Patent and Trademark Office where I worked as a patent examiner um, in biomedical devices, specifically um, respirators and massage equipment. Um, it wasn't a good match for me. So eventually um, I made my way to Walter Reed Medical Center where I worked as an assistive technologist um, working with uh, service members with traumatic brain injury and PTSD and helping them figure out what type of cognitive technologies as well as physical technologies are needed um, to help with any impairments they may be experiencing from their injuries. Um, and then now um, for the past two years, I've been at the FDA and I currently work as um, a fellowship coordinator um, the FDA. So we have a lot of fellowships at the FDA and um, Arise is one of them. And basically um, it helps undergrad and graduate students um, have research opportunities um, on the campus at FDA. So I help with all the logistics and, and matching of all of that. See, she's awesome, wow. right? She's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she is, I'm telling you, she is super awesome. Yeah. Like I've known Celine for maybe now like 10, 11 years. And, you know, this is the first time that we've been able to like work together and kind of put like our brains together. Like Celine is way more, you know, into the sciences than I am. I'm more so on the, I guess, like the digital media communication side of it. So collectively, you know, the 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 child that came out of it you know which is she esteem it was just you know just a passion you know it kind of fulfills a passion you know um for both of us you know we definitely thought that it was uh you know very important to you know just educate um the the youth and you know mentor them into the fields so like a dynamic duo it's really a dream team where she's good at you kind of pick up the slack with the media and then where you don't have may not have all the technical uh, skills. She's a super, super genius. 
Yeah, she yeah, I'm telling you, like the the girl is brilliant. Like I tell her all the time, I'm like, I'm so happy to be your friend. <laughs> she is no, she is awesome. Definitely awesome. Well, um, on to the next question. What's what made you uh get into this field? Um, Selena, you wanna start that? Yeah. Um, so for me, actually, um I went to so I'm originally from the west side of Chicago. And um, I went to a technical high school where we actually had majors. So um, I was actually an architecture major and I took classes such as wood shop, auto shop. That's amazing. Yeah, woodworking. So, um, you know, that that really interested me. And then um, one day I think we had an alumni come to the school and he mentioned something about biomedical engineering where you could... um, make artificial prosthetics and I thought that was very fascinating um so that's kind of what made me pursue um engineering um and as I mentioned you know in grad school I did have that specialization in rehabilitation engineering and my research was um focused on looking at alignment um techniques um for developing below knee um prosthesis for amputees in developing countries specifically um in Nicaragua so now when you're making these uh when you're making these prosthetics are you like doing the fabricating yourself or are you doing the CAD designs like what like what's your input on it so um basically we use uh thermoplastic to kind of develop them so oh tpus yeah mm-hmm. i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah so um they're not the fancy the the research it wasn't like a fancy type of prosthetic that you would see in the states with all the mechanical contraptions and things like that we wanted to make something that could you know easily be deployed um and was affordable in developing countries so it's a static prosthetic so you know okay. you can't really like adjust or move it so you have to make sure from the beginning that it's aligned properly to um a person's body to make sure so that that's the importance work. of the alignment right right okay. right so we looked at three different techniques that to to capture um the actual prosthetic um and we compared them to see which one would give the best results um and that was a one-year study and um you know it was pretty successful i think the it, it was no more than $50 to, to fabricate the entire thing. Um, okay. So, uh, and then we trained the prosthetist down there on how to actually make the, the device. The only um, part that was a little difficult was everyone spoke Spanish. At the time, I was more fluent in Spanish. So I was able to communicate. <laughs> oh, so you know Spanish now. Well... <laughs> The, the the study was in <laughs> un poquito, un poquito oh, no. Un poquito. no so so the the, stu- the the questionnaires and everything were in spanish and i had to translate everything so at the time um you know i in in undergrad i i was almost a spanish minor so i understood it a lot better back then um, and we had diaries that we gave to the participants in the study and they would tell us about the different activities they were able to do with the prosthesis. So um, it was a, a very impactful project to be a part of, you know, for graduate school. like a amazing experience. Yeah, but, um, definitely. Christelle, we, we ain't leaving you out. <laughs> well, so no. what made you... <laughs> well, you know, I don't have... Um, 
that hardcore, uh, you know, STEM, you know, background. But I do, um, I definitely resonate with the art side of it. Um, I recently just graduated with my bachelor's in um, new media communications because I just, I don't know, I, it was just something about something about using digital media to connect the world. Um, that that was a, um, it became a passion for me. So, you know, from, from here, I'm thinking, you know, listen, I'm moving forward to um, achieve my master's. So I'll be starting that program communication so again you know just using my voice to be able to connect the youth to you know pretty much like what's going on right now in the world and how we can you know help them and push them forward um you know that's more so like where my uh my passion of everything uh comes in you know yeah so like on the day-to-day of she is steam how do you guys kind of pull your backgrounds and integrate it into what you're doing with the with the youth um, I think, well, um, just on my side, um, it's more like, again, like the, the digital and analytical side, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm watching like, so Celine, she's all about the content. She's like more so the content strategist of like the, 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 um, the posts that go up, but I'm more so like in the background, I'm like looking at what direction, like who are the people that are following? How can we connect with these people? So that way we can initially bring it back to the youth. And initially, like I was saying, you know, um, she esteem is a, a leg of the actual major network and, um, beginning with she is youth, you know, I plan to, um, connect those two at, at one point um, down the line where I'm able to, you know, get, you know, uh, professionals in the, in the STEM industry to come back to She Is Youth and then be able to, you know, help develop them from there. So mm. I think like that's that's where I um, stand, you know, in, in the whole, uh, you know, like She Is theme. Because again, you know, like I said, you can look at Celine's resume and just know that she is like, more than qualified you know <laughs> to do this and you know put put um you know just great content out there so my my thing is i want to make sure that Celine is heard her message is is um is heard and that we can get um these young black girls you know in the field right so now taking it back to the main the central uh thesis of this what's the importance of what you're doing with empowering young young women Okay, so you know I'm gonna have to jump on that one really quick because um, that's that's really big. That's that's really big in my heart, and I can let um, Celine answer right after. Um, but more so, paying it forward, closing you know that generational gap of you know women not being there for each other or not empowering either. Um, you know, we have that saying about the um, the the crabs in the barrel mentality. And, you know, it was crazy. I was speaking with a friend of mine on the phone not so long ago. And we were, you know, just thinking about just like, you know, just a, uh, an example. If Selena's in her her class, you know, and then all of a sudden she's this, this one black girl that's in this STEM program. And then all of a sudden there's another black girl that's in a program. And they're the only two in that classroom. The crazy part is they're going to like society is going to see it as that as that they're supposed to compete against each other to become that first black woman to do this, 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 and the third. But now we have to kind of change that narrative because now we're like, well, why can't these two black girls work together? So that way they together can right. go back to whatever community, you know, to be able to, um, you know, to build these youth, to, right. to um, educate them in the, the field of STEM. So, um, right. We, you know, I definitely think that that's that's crazy, uh, crazy important. You know, we don't need the competition between, you know, black women. We need, we definitely need to be empowering each other. You know, right, right, because that's the problem when you have an animosity towards the people that you're trying to help. We in this, we're we all in this together in the same boat, trying to progress right. 
Right. Yeah, we've all just kind of like just kind of, you know, without being being taught, but we've been taught you you must go to school and you must be the best of the best. Like the fight is for, you know, when you're young, the fight is for the honor roll. The fight is for the valedictorian. The fight is, you know, who's going to win the race. But, you know, that's all well and good. But what about like later on? So what you're going to leave? Like, you know, everybody else behind that's actually been like, you know, they've been they've been trying hard to just because they didn't make, you know, an A plus, but they made an A minus. Does that mean that they're no better than you? Right. It's not necessarily the, the best metric. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's that's our that's more so like, you know, the, the motivation behind it is like, you know what? No, like we're going to create this group of, uh, you know, young black girls to just do great things. So, yes, that's amazing. I just wanted to also add that, um, you know, uh, some research showed in 2015 that only about 3% of Black women that attend higher education um, institutions earn STEM degrees. So that's a very, very low percentage. And then 45% of women in STEM leave their jobs because they feel underpaid and underrepresented. So That's crazy. Yeah, so I mean... Um, our goal is to basically, um, you know, showcase black women that are doing great things um, in this field and to be a role model, you know, um, right. coming from the west side of Chicago, I I didn't really have anyone to look up to. Um, my parents, you know, didn't finish college. You know, I just kind of um, figured out everything on my own and it would have been nice to be able to have another black woman to look up to to say oh I can I can do this I can do that definitely, um, definitely. and I don't think we have that um in real time too not old in history this is going to be like y'all are acting as real time role models where I could look I look up to you today it's not I don't have to go in the history book or say you know and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that too because that's our legacy of greatness but yeah. it's it's I feel like like Selena is saying, having someone to look up to like she's doing this now, that's who I'm striving to be like. Right. And yeah. I mean, even even, um, you know, the coronavirus pandemic that's going on right now. I don't know if you know, but the one of the scientists at NIH, she is a black woman and she's leading. I did not yeah. know that. Go ahead, drop for information <laughs> since you brought it um, up. <laughs> yeah, so so she she is actually we featured her um information on our page, but she is um assisting with the efforts to find a vaccine um for coronavirus. But I mean, you know, she's in her thirties and you know, she is a great role model that would um, that is someone that, you know, we would want to showcase on our platform. And, and that shows you that, you know, young black women can be any and every, they're in everything, you know, even with this pandemic yeah, going right. on, you know, there is a black woman behind the scenes who is doing her thing to make sure that we, you know, find a virus for this. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, a vaccine for for this. Right, right. So yeah. just continuing that just legacy of greatness and, uh, impactfulness that you're having in the community what type of positive feedback and success stories have you all seen so far in your day-to-day by running your program um you know what's what's crazy is you know kind of going back to uh this being um you know pretty much new for selena and i you know beginning to work together and you know uh creating this platform um Something that I actually just witnessed um, the other day, uh, I was under my other platform, She Is Youth, 
And, um, you know, it was crazy. It doesn't necessarily relate to STEM, but I know that, you know, it possibly could. But um, I, I went on a live and um, there was a young black girl who came onto the screen and she was speaking with the moderator and the topic was just on, you know, how are you feeling today um, with everything that's going on? You know, share your feelings and everything else like that. And I was like, oh, this is great. You know, whatever. Next thing you know, um, the young girl, she asked the uh, moderator, she said, hey, do you have any advice about college now? Of course, we weren't talking about college, but the fact that the, the young girl asked, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's important. You know, like, you know, let the girl, um, you know, get her question answered. Next thing you know, uh, what I noticed is that the moderator told her, you know, like, hey, well, how old are you? She's like, I'm 15. And the next thing you know, she's like, um, well, you know what? Don't worry about that. You know, you're you're too young to worry about that. You know, focus on you today. You know, um, everybody has this, you know, misconception that you have to go to college and, you know, um, you can't be successful without that. So she kind of painted this picture to, for me, I just looked at it. She painted this picture to this young black girl as, you know, you don't need like an education and, you know, kind of going back to me being 38 and just, you know, achieving my bachelor's, you know, 20 years later, you know, I, I believe both sides. I believe that, you know, you can definitely be um, successful without a bachelor's degree, but why not take the take a chance if you can and if you can't afford it to invest in yourself? Like who's to say that, you know, this young black girl wouldn't want to get into a STEM program. She wouldn't want to get into a right. program. So I, I listen, as soon as that, that came up in the, the chat, I typed in really quick, like, Hey, if she wants to learn any, um, any information about college or get some type of advice, tell her to make sure she DM us. And then I'll be glad to reach back out to her. She's like, Oh my God, thank you so much. She is youth. That's, you know, so awesome. And I mean, I, I did exactly what I said I was going to do. I contacted, um, the girl's uh, guardian the next day, she sent me an email and I'll be working with them you know, and just building, uh, just, just help helping to build, you know, this bridge between this 15 year old and, you know, the soon to be college that, that student. Could have been a, right. That could have been a great, a big turning point. For yes. Her, especially if you, oh, were, yes. if you didn't catch that. Yes. She might, you don't know what could have happened. If you didn't catch that, like for a teenager to even reach out for yes. that, that takes a lot because I mean, I feel like we all know that's a very difficult time. Just confidence. A lot is going yeah. on as a young person. Uh, uh, I kind of feel like she was kind of pushing her, pushing her to the side. Like her, her education didn't matter. I'm right. But I, you know, I take things a certain way. <clears throat> um, but we've been talking a lot. Is she is STEAM. We've been talking a lot about STEM. So can you all tell me the importance of the art aspect? Of yeah, Celine, you want to um, jump in that? Because uh, Celine's is, you know, her her art background is just as deep as her uh, STEM background. Too, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so growing up, um, you know, I was, uh, my parents put me in a lot of dance classes. I was in that for uh, about seven or eight years. And my goal was to become an Alvin Ailey dancer. And, you know, I would go see them perform. And it was just amazing yeah. to see black dancers, you know, on stage. Um, but unfortunately, I had an injury. Um, so, you know, my defaulted to, to engineering, but I believe that those years of me training as a dancer, and I got back into dancing as an adult, um, just doing Latin dance. But I think the, those characteristics that I learned from being a dancer, such as like team building, discipline, um, troubleshooting, creativity, working through adversity, you know, when I did have injuries, all of those um, played a very large role in um, my success 
in the STEM field. So um, I really think more schools and just the public in general needs to um, focus more on STEAM because incorporating that arts component, you know, can really, really um, just motivate more Black girls to kind of pursue that um, area. There is an organization called STEM from Dance that is based in New York. And it was started by um, a Black woman who is an engineer, but she also um, has a strong interest in dance. So she incorporates dance with STEM. So kind of coding, and then they may do like a performance (laughs) where they incorporate that into it. And um, statistics from her program, yeah, statistics from her program show that um, 50% of uh, her students have increased positive attitudes towards STEM, and they have an 80% increased um, STEM proficiency. So you can see, and um, there's several, like, other research articles out there, one in the Journal of Microbiology that basically talks about using STEAM as... um, form to uh, have more well-rounded and creative scientists. So it's really starting to pick right. up. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it gives the young people and people the opportunity to more buy into it because a lot of people don't know anything about STEAM. They've yeah. never heard of it. And then the, you, you're incorporating the cultural art aspect with the technical yeah. right. side. Right. Yeah, that's true. And then um, I just want to maybe just jump in on top of that. Um, you know, uh, where I'm from, like I'm originally from um, the Bronx in New York, you know, I, you know, had a great upbringing, you know, went to, you know, private school and all this other thing and all this other stuff. But kind of once I, I moved away from the Bronx and then I would kind of, you know, go back, I would be able to speak with like some of these young people. And it's, it's crazy to me that they just, they did, they don't know the opportunities that are out there. So that's where it's just like, you know what, like, I feel like, you know, it's, it's my, my, my given right to be like, you know what, I have to change that. So even if, you know, right. Selena and I are able to change, you know, the minds of um, one youth, you know, per year, listen, we've done our job, you know, like I would love to be right. able to change the world, right. but you know, like, listen, I can, I don't mind crawling before I walk, you know? Yes, ma'am. So in saying that, how do you think that empowerment of women of color and people of color in general can change the narrative of Black people in society today with everything going on? I mean, kind of going back to, you know, what we said before, it's just you have to pay it forward. Like any any knowledge that right. you have, you have to make sure that, you know, you're able to turn that around and just give it back. Um, I have a, another girlfriend of mine. Her name is uh, Crystal Galladay. Um, she start, well, she she wrote a book um, most recently that just uh, dropped called um, How to Get a College Degree for Free. And she's actually heavy into okay. STEM. She has a bachelor's and two master's degrees. And she was able to achieve all of those without paying a dime. And she's basically doing her part in sharing it, sharing it and paying it forward. So um, if anybody's interested, www.howtogetacollegedegreefourfree.com. But yeah, but that's that's what she was passionate about. She was passionate about making sure that just any and everybody, not necessarily in black community, white community, whatever. It was just kids in general knew that right. there were opportunities out there. So that way, you know, they could um, educate themselves on the the different uh, degree programs and, you know, uh, industries out there. Yes, I, I think the discrepancy, I think social media has had a big play 
a big tool, a big a part in that, and just kids, children, young people. We don't we don't talk no, anymore. Yeah. You know that information is just purely. Uh, if it's not on social media, they're not really able yeah. to consume it. And it, this, this dialogue and conversation of the opportunities is just not being had. So I really love what you guys are doing. Um, and I want to shift it a little bit yeah. back to Celine. Can you talk a little bit about more about your experiences with the um, U.S. Patent Office and the importance of that? Um, in my field, I deal with a lot of inventors and creators who want to uh, create products. Uh, they're interested in STEM. They want to get more into the, these technical uh, innovations and advancements, but their patents, they don't either don't have the knowledge or they take it to someone and they, they get taken advantage of because that is a very lengthy and extensive process. Can you talk a little yeah, bit to that? So um, I would say, you know, to make sure if you are interested in, in creating something that you um, find someone who is knowledgeable on how the patent application process works, because as a former examiner, um, we use a database that basically, you know, shows us all the inventions in the entire world that we're comparing the claims against to find out if your invention is novel. So you want to make sure that you are working with either a patent attorney or a patent agent um, to make sure that they understand the ins and outs of how to write the claims properly. Um, back when I was working as an examiner, I would see a lot of applications that were very inadequate. And um, I know that the fees to file a patent are very expensive. And if you're going to make that type of investment, you need to make sure that um, you're using people that you know are knowledgeable with how the patent um, and trademark office works. Um, I would say, though, that um, you don't have to be a patent attorney to, you know, get into the patent area, I guess. Um, you know, I came into the patent office as an examiner, but after a few years, um, you're eligible to take um, an exam where you could become a patent agent, and that would allow you to have the same... Um, to be, to be able to do the same things as a patent attorney without having to go to law school. So that's, you know, one option. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a big investment and people in our community really need to educate themselves about the process. Even if you do have someone that is assisting you with it, it would always be good to, you know, go on the USPTO website, um, do a, a database search, really you know do as much on your end so that you are knowledgeable um as you're kind of engaging with you know whoever you may be working with to try to move that process along yes i just think that's very important i'm so glad that you could give better insight into that that's very important because there are so many inventions and innovations that our people have came up with that have been either uh, stolen, taken advantage mm, of, or yeah. just forgotten. So thank you so much for just uh, giving my viewers that insight. Now, um, it seems like we're getting to the end of this and we're kind of wrapping it up, but is there any advice that you would give to the young uh, person in school, young girl that's in school and don't really know which way she wants to go as far as a career, if she wants to go to college or not, 
or what type of advice um, would you give? Them? You know, for me, uh, because I am an advocate of everything digital media and think that, you know, we can definitely use it for the positive and use it to our advantage. So I would say, you know, while you're on there, you know, looking at lives and, you know, watching DJs and whatever it is that you're doing on there, like, you know, try to, um, I guess in a sense, like network with people who are in the certain industry that you might be interested in, you know, maybe get to follow their page, know what they're talking about, DM them, watch some of their lives, you know, so that way you can kind of get a little bit more knowledge into the field and, you know, ultimately, ultimately decide if it's something that, you know, you want to get into like social media. Oh my gosh. Like, you can there's a connection to everything <laughs> like you can find dog right. lovers yes. you can find yes. people who just love to eat tuna for sandwiches i don't care what it is you know but but you can use that right. you know just use it as a tool use it as a positive tool you know like let's cut the cut the bullying yes. cut everything else and let's just you know let's get back to the basic and the basic is just to make sure that we are out here you know um just I don't know, just encouraging each other, just just being there for each other. Celine, anything um, you want to add to that? I would just say, you know, not to let your circumstances or environment define who you are, because you know I was told that I would not amount to much in life because of where I came from in Chicago. But you know, I proved that professor wrong, and you know, looking where I am now. So don't be afraid to challenge yourself. You know, don't buy into the stereotypes that. Um, you know, are being put on us. You can do whatever yeah. you want. Um, and then another thing is, you know, to really try to find a mentor. I didn't really learn yes. how to do that until way later in life. It would have been helpful to have known that, you know, you don't have to be a working professional to have a mentor. You can start, yes. you can start like yes. when you're a kid, you know, um, don't be afraid to reach out to people. If you see that they're doing something that you may be interested in, you know, reach out to them, send them an email, call them. You know, you 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 have to put yourself out there in order to, you know, make it to the next level. You got to be able to take risks. And, you know, that I, I think that yes. just having that kind of mindset will allow you to go, you know, far along. Yes, man. And I, I've only just started to uh, get more comfortable reaching out. I mean, I got you guys on my <laughs> show. Um, I'm very glad and yeah. humble for that. Um, and you said, and you just spoke on, you know, getting a mentor. So just know I'm claiming you guys <laughs> my mentors now. I love it. Models. Uh, um, any, any young people that are listening to this podcast, these are great examples of people you should strive to be like. Um, and before we wrap this totally up, is there any more questions you guys might have for me? Anything you want to learn um, about? I guess for me specifically, like um, there aren't any specific uh, questions, but, you know, definitely congratulating you on, you know, building this platform, podcast, your page and everything, um, you know, as an outlet, um, you know, for uh, a, a member of the youth community, uh, males in general. But, you know, but thank you, you know. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I'm honored. Um, and so before we end this, let's uh, let you all, you guys can, tell my viewers where they can find you, where they can learn about you. 
and uh yeah sure so you guys can follow us on instagram which is the um, only platform right now that we're working on um you can follow us at she is steam are you guys on are you guys Um, on linkedin i have yet to put them on linkedin the one right now that i am working with uh moving forward to uh put on linkedin is going to be she is hbcu because i definitely want to um assist the girls who are graduating from school on like getting them into the workforce as well so okay awesome well Thank you guys so much. Like I said, I'm honored to have you had have you guys on the show, uh, and I'm sure my viewers are gonna love this. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. You know, we really appreciate it.